welcome back to the love club this is your host kate happy monday i hope you guys are all enjoying the holiday season and doing good um i'm gonna be talking about relationships today because you know this podcast is all about self-love but i think that loving other people is also important and i've had two different relationship experiences one for three months and one for two years um (laughs) And I think that I learned a lot in both of them. And, you know, I think after a couple months of getting out of that long relationship, I'm finally at a place where I'm healed and I'm ready to talk about it because a lot of people do come to me for advice. And, you know, I want to share that advice that I've been giving out to other people with you guys. So without further ado, I kind of just want to jump right into it. So the first thing that you need to consider when you're thinking about getting in a relationship is who you are getting into a relationship with and why you're doing it so for me what I like to do is you know I like to make a list of non-negotiables when you are single and you are content being single you need to make this list not when you're craving someone when you are like yearning for someone lonely and you're just desperate when you are actually content in your singleness and not jumping to get into anything, what are things that you look for in a partner? You know, once you've hit a certain age limit and you've been in a couple of relationships, I think that a lot of people are actually starting to date to marry and dating to have a long-term relationship with someone. I think that if you're in high school, if this is your first relationship, it is okay to just get into a relationship with someone that you know you might not even see potential with just to kind of feel out what a relationship actually is supposed to look like but you know once you actually are at that place where you are looking for something with someone long term and there's no point in being with someone that you know doesn't fit what you need in a father in a husband someone that you actually see potential with someone you need someone to respect you you know like what are you really looking for in a long-term partner and for me I have that list and when I start talking to someone or when I'm lonely I'm really tempted to just jump right into things and um you know when you're doing that your judgment's really clouded because then you're like, oh, well, you know, I'll settle. They're good enough. And you think in your head that you can change them. And, you know, falling in love with someone's potential is never really the same thing as falling in love with who they are as a person. Um, you need to, like, look at someone. When you are first considering getting into a relationship with someone, you need to look at them as they are and say, if this person never changes, am I content with being in a relationship with them long term because for me a lot of the times I'm like oh well you know maybe they're drinking a lot they're partying a lot and you're in college and you're like oh well you know you know they're just in college like it'll pass and then they'll be good father material well if you have that mindset and you get into this longer term relationship with someone and you are you know in your mind expecting that they're gonna quit this drinking well what if they never do What if you're trying to raise a family with someone that's going out to the bars every night and partying all the time? That's not someone that's going to make a good father figure. So you kind of need to look at someone as they are and say, okay, if you never change, am I content with, you know, how you're going to be long term? 
And that's something I think is really important. So just making that list of things that, okay, in a father, in a husband, what am I looking for? And if someone doesn't meet that criteria, don't settle because it's convenient. Don't settle because they're interested in you. Don't settle because they're lonely. Because there are so many people in this world and you have your person that you're meant to be with. And, you know, don't just settle for someone that's available. Yes, it's going to suck waiting. And yes, it's hard to be patient. But being patient, it makes it so, so worth it. Because when that right person comes along, they're going to be everything and more that you could have ever asked for. So that's kind of who you're looking for. I also want to talk about why. You know, when you're getting into a relationship, you need to think about, okay, why am I getting into this relationship? And actually list it off. Is it because I am lonely? You know, is it because I just want someone to hold me at night? Like, those are not reasons that you should be surrendering to a relationship because a lot of people, especially if you haven't been in a relationship, you assume that it's all happy, it's all fun, it's all lovey-dovey. It's not. You know, the one thing that I've really taken away from being in a relationship is that it is a lot of work. You know, you're going to fight, you're going to argue, you're going to have to sacrifice things, you're going to have to sacrifice your time. And it's a long commitment, you know, it's not just like an easy thing to get into. So you really need to be prepared for it. And you really need to be like, okay, first off, is this person ready? But also, are am I ready? You know, am I at the place where I am prepared to be a good girlfriend, eventually a good, a good wife, a good mother, even like you really need to think about things and say like, okay, am I actually able to give this person what they need? Because, you know, you're going to be judging this person, but you need to actually make sure that they're judging you back. Because if you're not going to be a good fit, they might be a good fit for you, but you might not be a good fit for them. So you need to really consider all these things before you get into a relationship with someone. And, you know, a lot of people will be like, well, Kate, you know, I want to be in a relationship because I don't love myself. And, you know... I would need someone to show me that I'm capable of being loved for me to find that self-worth and that, you know, they're never going to find their self-love until someone shows them that they're capable of being loved. And that's not something you can do. I'm a firm believer that you are not capable of loving someone unless you love yourself first. And that's something that I've really learned. But, you know, I don't think that you are capable of fully giving someone yourself to someone if you are broken if you are a half you know you can't be looking for someone to complete you I'm going to talk about this later but you can't be looking for someone to complete you you need to be a whole you need to be healed and you need to be wholly able to give yourself to this person you can't be looking for them to fix you because if you're looking for someone to show you that you are lovable then all of your validation all of your worth is going to be coming from this one person well, you know, what if you break up? Does that deem you worthless? Does that deem you unlovable? No, it doesn't. It just means that, you know, you weren't compatible with this person. You need to know deep down that you are lovable, that you are worthy, that you are beautiful inside and out. And if you're getting your validation from someone and you're looking to be in a relationship so that you have someone who's going to fill you up with happiness, you know, well, then your happiness and your validation, your worth is completely subjective to this person's mood, this person's temper, to how this person 
is going to love you and it's never good to put your happiness in someone else's hands you know that's something that you need to fully take control of and hold in your own hands and I think that you know you can't like I kind of forgot what I was going to say there but (laughs) um, you know you can't be just give that up to someone that's something that you need to be able to do on your own and yes it's fun to have someone validate you and but it can't it needs to be something that oh you know I look good and when someone else tells me I look good it's like oh thank you you know but it's not like you know whether or not you look good depends on what other people think of you you know you need to have your own opinion about yourself and also everyone has different love languages and people love in different ways so they you might be looking for this validation from someone and this love from someone but they not, might not outright say it, you know they might not be giving you those words of affirmation because that's not their love language. You know, they might be trying to tell you in different ways that they love you. But if someone is not fully telling you every day, hey, I love you. Hey, you're beautiful. Hey, you're worth life. Like, you're worth it, you know. Like, you can't give that to someone else because, one, you're putting it in their hands. If something happens, then you're going to crash. And, two, they might not even be outright telling you this and then you might be crushed you know so those are two things I'd say to consider before getting into a relationship but when I want to talk about you know getting into a relationship and when you actually do get into a relationship I think that there's kind of three main areas you know I like to say the three c's um codependency communication and compromise those are three things I want to talk about so codependency is kind of the biggest one I think um you know a lot of people when they're younger they are so codependent on their partners and they really rely on them for everything you know a lot of people are two halves and you know they're looking and they're looking for this half to complete them and you know if you take your two hands and you put them together like you intertwine your fingers it's like those are your two halves okay and you know when you intertwine your fingers, you know, you're completing that, you're making it a whole, but then you're kind of stuck, you know, it's hard to pull away from those fingers, and you then, if you break up with them, are going to be broken, and you never want to feel like you are reliant upon another person. What I always like to say is you need to be two holes who are mutually benefiting each other, you know, you need to be able to give someone 100%, and also be able to give back to yourself if you're at 50% and you're looking for that other 50% to complete you you know it's not gonna feel good it's gonna feel like you're always missing something when they're not there 24 7 to give you that validation and attention you know you need to be content on your own and that's what I was saying like I don't think you can really get into a relationship unless you love yourself first unless you are content being single and you are not capable of being in a relationship with someone because you need to be your own person and you can't be You know, your identity cannot be, oh, you know, I'm this person's girlfriend, I'm this person's boyfriend. Your identity needs to be yourself, first and foremost. And, you know, who you are should not be based off another individual. You know, you need to have hobbies. You need to have things that you personally like to do. That is who you are. You know, I think, like, getting into a relationship, you need to know, okay, who am I? What do I like to do for fun? You know, like... (laughs) You need to kind of figure out who you are because if you have nothing going for you, then your whole identity is going to be based off another individual 
And that gives them so much power over you because they have the power to just crush you, take it away from you. If they break up with you, then you're like, okay, well, now I have nothing. You know, you need to have things outside of this individual, whether it's going to the gym by yourself, whether it's having a podcast, whether it's these different hobbies that your partner is not involved in. Because if they break up with you, you know, you need to have things that are just yours and that are not, that don't even involve your partner. Because it's obviously, it's great to have things that you share with your partner, but you need to have your own life, in like first and foremost. And there's things that you can share with them and there's things that you guys can do together. But if you don't have an identity outside of them, then, you know, it's never going to work. And I think that people, you know, when they get into relationships, they have this honeymoon stage. And I think you guys have probably heard about this. It's like, you know, the first three months of relationships, say, are this honeymoon stage where you guys are so infatuated by each other and by your love that you don't really fight. You know, you don't really have anything to argue about. And then it's like, okay, well, once you actually start getting to know them, you're going to start to argue. And then, you know, you go through this period where all you do is fight, and a lot of people don't make it out of that. You know, a lot of people are going to break up at five months, six months, seven months, because they realize, oh, you know, this person isn't worth it. You know, they're not worth all the fights that I'm going through. But if you really do love each other, and you really do want to make it worth, then you're going to get through those fights, and you're going to have a long-term healthy relationship after that, where you have that love from the honeymoon stage, you have these arguments, but, you know, they don't like determine your relationship one way or the other and going off of arguments I think that it's it's important that couples argue because if you aren't arguing that's kind of a sign that something's wrong and it could be a sign that your relationship is superficial you know you aren't diving deep into anything if you guys are arguing too much of course that can be toxic but it needs to be a healthy line of okay yes we love each other but we do argue because you know you're not supposed to be the exact same person you are two individuals you do have two different mindsets and of course you're going to run into some problems because you think differently and that's normal but what's important is that you are able to healthily talk it out and get through it um but you know going back to this honeymoon stage i there's an interesting example that i was looking at and you know it's talking about codependency with people and it's talking about how, you know, say you're a couple, and you're two couples, and you are going to the beach together to watch the sunset. Well, you know, there's this first example of this couple that they're just staring intently at each other and say, oh, you know, I don't want to even look at the sunset because you are so beautiful. Like, you're all I think about. You're all I care about. Like, and, you know, they're so infatuated with each other that they don't even care. And then there's a second example of a couple where, you know, one of them is trying to enjoy the sunset and one of them is just staring at the other person. And, and you know, the person who's watching the sunset is kind of like, okay, like, <laughs> like, stop looking at me. Like, we're here to enjoy the beach. And the other person is like, oh my gosh, they don't love me. Like, and, you know, you're just staring at this person trying to enjoy this moment. And you think that you need them to be staring at you back. And I think that's really unhealthy. You know, the first example is obviously unhealthy because, you know, you are, it's too superficial. It's too lovey-dovey. There's nothing deep about it. You know, the second example is kind of like, okay, well, then it's an imbalance of power. One person is super just like obsessed with the other person. They're clingy. They don't give them freedom. And the other person is trying to be independent, but they're stuck in this relationship with someone who is too clingy for them and I think that that's an issue with 
clinginess is that, you know, you need to give your partner room to grow. You need to be able to be okay if your partner goes out with you, goes out with friends for the night and leaves you at home. You know, that's normal. If you are with your partner every single day of the week, that is not healthy and that is obsessive because you're not giving each other room to grow individually. You're not giving each other your own lives. You need to both have your own lives and then you need to come together. And that's what leads me to this third example of these of this couple that they're both looking at the sunset and they're enjoying the moment but they're enjoying it together you know they recognize okay this is a memory not with the like not of each other it's of the sunset but we're enjoying it together and it's something that we bond over you know you need to both have your own lives have your own experiences but do these things together but it can't be reliant upon each other you know if you are being obsessive and crazy and you are restricting your partner that is so toxic and unhealthy And, you know, you're never going to grow. You're going to feel trapped and tied down. And I think that it's also important in relationships that you guys have things that you are passionate about. Um, Where was I going with this? Okay, I completely forgot my train of thought. Laugh out loud. Anyways, though. Um, I'll come back to that if I ever remember. Love my ADHD. Anyways, um, I'm gonna move on to the next one, though. Uh, if I ever remember, I will come back to it. But anyways, the next thing I want to talk about is communication. So, in a relationship, communication needs to be first and foremost. And that's something that, you know, if you are fighting, you need to communicate about it. One thing that I was told that really has altered the way that I've thought about things is you can't expect people to read your mind you know if something is bothering you then you need to speak up about it because you can't expect people to know that it's bothering you so you know if you're having an issue with someone and they aren't addressing it they're just continuing on with their lives and you're like oh they don't care about me they're doing this to hurt me like no they probably have no idea it's even bothering you If you have something that's bothering you, then you need to speak up about it. Otherwise, you cannot be upset that they are not willing to fix it. You know, if you bring it up with them and they're not making any changes, okay, then that that warrants an argument. That warrants something that you need to bring up with them and talk to them about it. But if you never even tell them that it's bothering you, then you cannot expect anything to change. And I think that's something that has really changed the way that I've looked at things in relationships is that, you know, you need to really be willing to talk to them about all these little tiny inconveniences even if you think it's stupid you need to be like okay yeah hey like what you did the other night it really bothered me and it bothered me that you didn't invite me it bothered me that you know you didn't keep your promise it bothered me that you didn't text me you know if you are doing these things you need to have healthy and open communication and you can't just be like oh you know I'm fine and then have them bring it up and it's like that is not healthy like if you have something bothering you you need to be upfront and open about it and tell them and you guys need to have a sit-down conversation that is healthy that you talk about okay hey this is what I'm feeling and you can't just you know completely throw it on your partner and be like yeah like you did all this stuff to hurt me like this is how I'm feeling and you're a terrible person you know you need to both share your own sides of the story because what I've learned is that Everyone has different experiences and different perceptions of an event. 
So, I, like, what you need to do is give your side of the story and then have this other person give their side of the story. And you guys can see, okay, this is actually where it went wrong. Because in your head, it might be so blatantly obvious that they are in the wrong. But in their head, they might not see it because they per- perceived this situation entirely different than you. So just being open about what you're thinking, what's going through your mind is really important. And, you know, the third one is compromise. I think that it's so important in relationships to compromise because you guys are two individuals. You have completely different ideas about how things are going to work. And, you know, when you're having these communications, you're going to be talking about it and you're going to look for a resolution. Well, that resolution is not going to fall completely on one side or completely on the other side and if it's always doing that then that's kind of a power imbalance of okay well maybe you're kind of forcing someone doing something that you know they're not interested in and I think that that's important um because you know you need to be willing to sacrifice things for your partner that's what being in a relationship is all about it's about sacrifice it's about giving up and it's about trying to be the best partner that you can be for them And I think that, you know, it's all about compromise because it needs to be a compromise. It's fair, of course, but if you're at two different opposite ends, you're going to have to meet in the middle. Otherwise, you know, someone's going to resent the other person if they wholly give in to this other person's idea and, you know, meet them on that opposite extreme, then they're going to kind of resent them. But if you both meet in the middle, then it's something that's a little bit easier to get behind. So I think that, you know, when you fight, having compromises and having healthy solutions is really important. And, you know, it's okay to, if you're both really heated, you know, take a step back. I don't think that things need to be resolved immediately after a fight. It's okay, I think, and actually healthy to take some space to really think about it. Okay, when my head is clear, but I'm not clouded by all these judgments and emotions, you know, where am I at? Um... And then come back and talk about it. That's kind of what I have to say for being in a relationship. And I do want to briefly touch on breakups. But I I can do a whole episode about this. If it's something that you guys are interested in, let me know. But what I have to say about breakups is that, you know, if you're meant to be with someone, you're going to be with them. And it's okay for people's, for someone's chapter to end you know like but don't get caught on that chapter don't get caught rereading the same chapter and hoping for a different ending you know because you have an entire book still to read and you know you're just at the beginning you have no idea how it's gonna end you have no idea what other characters are gonna come into the plot like don't get caught on this one person because there's someone out there who's gonna be so much better for you that you know you can't even imagine and for me I am religious and there's this really cool picture um that I like and you know it's this little girl and she's holding a teddy bear and she's looking at God and she's saying God like please I want this teddy bear I love this teddy bear why are you trying to take this teddy bear away from me and you know God has this huge teddy bear behind him and the girl can't see it yet but God's like just trust me you know if you give up this teddy bear like good things are gonna come but you just have to trust me and you know god isn't gonna ever tell us that we have this big teddy bear waiting for us on the other side no we have to just be willing to give it up and trust that if it was meant to happen it would happen and you know sometimes you aren't compatible with someone and sometimes you were compatible with someone but you're not anymore and that's okay 
And, you know, if you are too codependent on someone, you're going to be reliant on them. You're going to be trying to come back because they're your happiness. They are that fix that you're seeking. It's like an addiction to this person. But you need to kind of set that aside and not look at them. I think that's actually a good analogy. It's like when you have an addiction, you're stuck. You know, they're your fix. They're going to lift you up with happiness. And when you have them, you're going to be sad. But if you're looking at it outside of an addiction... You're like, oh, okay, well, I don't actually need that drug. That's That drug isn't actually that good for me. And it's like you're clouded when you're codependent. Your mindset is kind of clouded. But when you're independent, you're able to see, okay, yeah, this person might have been good for me then. But I'm also content being alone that I don't need them. You know, if they're not actually serving me a purpose, then I don't need them anymore. And I think that that's really important to remember that, you know, you should never need a relationship. You should be content being single, being independent, having your own life. And yes, it's fun when a relationship comes around, but don't ever get too caught up in them because no one in your life is permanent and you need to be okay always when you're in a relationship. Okay, if this person died tomorrow, if this person broke up with me tomorrow, would I be okay without them? And the answer answer should always be yes. Like, yeah, it might be sad to lose them, but you should never meet someone and feel like you wouldn't be able to survive without them um because then that's toxic and it's not healthy and it's very codependent and so that's why i think it's important to be able to keep your independency independentness whatever <laughs> in relationships that if you do break up you know that you are content on your own you know that you have passions and things that you do outside of them that they were never involved in that you can continue doing and not have to think about them um and also just know that things do get better with time and that you know I just had someone that um their ex-boyfriend you know just started dating someone new and it's like well how, how do I even navigate that it's like okay well what does she have that I don't like is she better than me like that's not really how relationships work I think that you know you guys just weren't right for each other and they are looking for someone who meets their new standards and like does make them happy and you know you should never hold a grudge you should never hold hate in your heart for people even if they cheated on you even if they lied to you forgiving people is important because you know there's no room for hate in your heart and it's just you know they're not in your life anymore so don't let them keep bothering you know you you know don't trip over something that's behind you just like keep moving forward keep doing your own thing and be able to forgive them because it's going to bring you so much peace and you're going to be able to move on in your life um so yeah that's kind of what I have for the topic of relationships I feel like I could do an entire other episode on it because relationships are something that I think is very fascinating and yeah but I think it does tie into a lot of self-love so um yeah just focus on your independency and relationships not losing yourself even though you're infatuated with someone else and being able to be your own person and be able to give back to other people without them taking over your life um yeah i love you guys and i hope that you have an amazing week an amazing christmas and make sure you guys go follow our instagram at tlcpod underscore goodbye my lovelies